Welcome to Preston's Super Show. News, sports, and a whole lot more. It's the Super Show, baby. Warning. This show contains material that is only suited for patriotic audiences and people who have a backbone. If you like God, guns, and glory, you're listening to the right show. Sit back or carry on and enjoy Preston's Super Show. show we're here once again and it's a beautiful day outside we're talking football we got la rams coming into seattle for this one and i like the seahawks to win this game uh and before i really get into it let's just talk about my record 39 wins 24 losses i mean definitely just pretty solid for how we know the NFL to be. You can't just always play it safe in the NFL. Picking teams, sometimes you got to go out on a limb. So that's where you get 24 losses, but you get 39 wins from being right and knowing your stuff. So I'm feeling good, feeling confident coming in this week. But Rams or Seahawks, there's just so much stacked against both teams in this game. You got the Rams on the road, Seahawks at home, Seahawks have all these different injuries, and the Rams are a fairly healthy team. Solid defense. But on the road, you really see if the defense will travel or not. A good defense should. We'll see tonight. But I like, you know, Russell Wilson to kind of put it all together at home. I think it's just it's tougher for this Rams team on the road. And I think Matthew Stafford in his career against the Seahawks has never been pretty. It's never been that good. He's got a 1-3 and three record against the Seahawks all time. This is just a guy that's going through the motions uh, when he plays this team. And he, it's just not the same Stafford. So I think tonight you get a little bit of that. Now Thursday night football, he has a losing record. I mean, there's a lot of trends against Stafford. And the trend is your friend. So you don't want to go too much against the trend. But, you know... There's really no streak in this game. There's no streak that needs to be broken. You have Matthew Stafford. He's good. We know what he's capable of. He has good weapons. And you have a Seahawks team that's a little bit like the Rams, where they don't have an established run game. It's running back by committee. And, you know, we don't know if Chris Carson's going to go or not. It looks like he will, but we still he's still questionable. So we don't know, but his props are still up there listed. Um... So as far as we know, Carson's going to roll tonight because the Rams' defense is their weakest point of attack is the run game. And I think Seahawks will take advantage of that. Russell Wilson, he can still scramble. He can pick up those extra, you know, yards and chunks. Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf, you have a lot of guys on the Seahawks team that can extend plays, 
extend drives and, and wear down this Rams defense and kind of take control of this one. Uh, I gave up my picks on OddManOut.Ninja, but I'll tell you here, I like the Seahawks first half spread plus one and a half. That's coming back at minus 117 odds. I'm doing my best right now to get this up before kickoff, uh, but I got the article up in time. This one starts at 720, locks at 720. I think Seahawks win this game. Uh, I think it's by a small margin because I think the Rams rally. But I think Seahawks win somewhere between 1 and 6 points. That's plus 400. So check your book, see if they have it listed. But uh, yeah, definitely I'm going to sprinkle on that. Uh, but give uh, both these teams credit. This should be a good game for Thursday Night Football. Um, then we have Sunday games. And it's action-packed Sunday for the NFL. And, you know, teams are bringing it. You're starting to see teams bring it. Jets and Giants got wins last week. Can they do it again? They have favorable matchups. So we'll start with the Jets against the Falcons. But let me tell you something about this Jets team. I'm, I'm, it's, it's just a bunch of hype until they show me otherwise. The Atlanta Falcons, we know Matt Ryan's going to spread the ball around. We know what he's capable of and how dangerous he is in the pocket. You know, the aerial assault. Is still better with Atlanta, even with Ridley out, even with you know their other receiver down. That that's not that's all going to be a distant memory once this game starts. And then Atlanta's defense is flying around of the ball. You know, seeing some things from them on the defensive side that gives me hope that they'll be able to hold off the Jets. I'm taking Atlanta to win this one. Um, I don't have a bet for you yet, but keep up with my Twitter at Preston's Day Off as I release more content, more bets uh, as we get closer to game day. But right now. And, you know, there's nothing that's going to change my mind unless Matt Ryan wasn't playing. But uh, so far, everything leads me to believe the Atlanta Falcons win this game. Taking them. Again, locks Sunday. Um, Zach Wilson for the Jets. I'm just not sold on him, but I do like uh, how he played last week. And hopefully he continues some of that play, but I just don't think it's it's going to be enough to beat this Falcons team that can, can pick apart this Jets defense. So then we're moving to... You know, a team I love so dearly, the Green Bay Packers, and they're taking on the Cincinnati Bengals on the road. So it's, it's a favorable matchup for the Pack. Um, in history, we've struggled against the Bengals, but I will tell you that this is a different, way different Bengals team. Um, and that three and one record is not all what it's cracked up to be. Put it that way. Where the Packers 3-1 record, that is legit. That one loss is a, a big loss, and those three wins were solid wins. But the Bengals have snuck it out against teams, and they're going to try to sneak this one out. Joe Burrow starts slow. So we can get get that out there now. Like Joe Burrow, you know, I love to watch him play, but he starts slow. And all the respect to Burrow, and I think he has all the intangibles to be a great quarterback. And he has the weapons. Um, but the Bengals are still, this is still a pretty, a fairly banged up team. Like, this is not a team that's at full strength. The Packers aren't at full strength either. But the Packers are, are making moves. You know, they picked up Jalen Smith linebacker from the Cowboys. That's a big move for this Packers team that is down to Darius Smith, who we really need. That's kind of like the, the Clay Matthews of our team. Like the heart of our team, you know, and, and it's a definitely a different look defense with Joe Barry. 
But have confidence, guys. I mean, this Packers defense is really picking it up over these last two weeks. And I expect that to continue. Um, it's going to be a tough one, but I do think the Packers escape with a victory. So I'm taking the Packers head-to-head -head in this one. I think Rodgers is, is more focused than ever. And I think he's, like, just playing at that caliber that we all know he, he plays at. But he just got that hungry look in his eyes, you know. And, and that's kind of the hungry Rodgers is the one you want to look out for. Like, almost like desperation. Like, I'm doing this for, for more than just the team. Like, this is for me to my future. And he's, like, playing hungry right now. And uh, I think that got the rest of this team, Packers team inspired. When I see this Bengals team, they are just squeaking it out. You know what I mean? As games go on, you know, I'm, I'm looking at NFL Red Zone. You know, I'm watching different games. And I'm, I'm seeing that the Bengals are just really, really relying on their defense more than they should. They need to. And um, that shouldn't happen with all the, all the weapons they have. They just haven't really materialized. And, and that's just kind of something we were still waiting to see with the Bengals. But they do have a 3-1 record. I mean, you can't take that away from them. But I just think it's a little bit of an asterisk on that record. You know, two of those games were very, very close. Like, like either team could have won. Where the Packers 49ers, yeah, you said the 49ers could have won. But the Packers, you watch the game, were dominant in that, in that game. And they were dominant in both sides of the ball. They just, you know, you're playing against a team that's supposed to beat you. So, you know, they remember they were the underdog in that game. The food for thought. Now uh, we got the pack in that. I like the pack in that one. And then uh, we move on to uh, another NFC North. Uh, this is an NFC North showdown, actually, between Detroit Lions and Minnesota Vikings. Now, the 0 4 Lions are just hungry for a win. They just need something at this point. Like, they just need something because they have nothing. Like, nothing's going right for them. All their acquisitions haven't worked out. The team's falling apart. Their head coach is just—he just looks like a fool now. And the Minnesota Vikings are one and three, but they're good at home. And I think the Vikings win at home. I think it's hard to beat the Vikings at their home field. Um, I think that's where they win the bulk of their games this year is at home. I think they are going to be one of the worst road teams. The Vikings. I think they get too used to playing in the dome. They get outside of the dome, and it's just—it's tra just tragedy strikes for them. So I think the Vikings, uh, I'm, I'm looking at them winning this game by a, a hefty margin against the Lions. You just haven't seen the Lions do much. Like, unfortunately, Jared Goff, the acquisition of getting him and getting rid of Stafford backfired. Looked good on paper, but it backfired. So now we're seeing uh, a lot of guys that should be getting a little bit of shine, like DeAndre Swift. The running back for the Lions is really good, but it's it's being overshadowed by how they just can't close the deal on anybody. So you got to go with the Vikings in this game. I just don't see how you can go against Kirk Cousins at home, the crowd into it. The Lions are just going to be out of their element, you know, from start to finish here. So then we're moving on to Broncos Steelers, which is actually Broncos Steelers will be the, one of the hardest games to cap this weekend. I'm going to take a sip of coffee here. You know, I love my, my great delicious coffee gonna be one of the hardest ones listen you know i'm loving how the broncos have looked but that last week really showed you that there's still a lot of flaws with this team they still need a lot of work and the steelers just have not gotten anything going and that's the reason i have to go with the broncos on the road i don't really like the broncos on the road 
I think they're a team that's a little bit similar to the Vikings minus the Dome. Like, they are used to playing on their home field. That's where they want to beat you. That's where they want to dominate. And then they're able to do all their trickery, right? They're able to throw the whole playbook at you at home. And then when they get on the road, they, they play tighter. They're not as loose. And then, you know, here's Bridgewater getting sacked a bunch. And it's just not good. And this Steelers defense is good. Like, don't take anything away from them. Like, yes, the Packers showed them up, you know, but for most of the game, it was, it was pretty close. And I would say that the Steelers, before that, like, they're still playing tough, still playing confident. But I really like the Broncos to get a win on the road. They won't get many this year, I don't think, but I think they get this one on the road. I think they've set themselves up for success with that with their record at 3-1. and one. You don't want to build too much into the record this early in the season. But now we're getting that fifth game. Now it really starts to matter. Like, you really start to have a sample size of what the, a team is, what a team can do. And the Broncos are a fully capable team. They have a lot of easy wins, but they still won the games. And it's very important. You know, you got to handle your business. <clears throat> so then we got, uh, I like Broncos in that one, so don't forget it. 51% of the public's on the Broncos right now. That will move around a lot. You got Dolphins, Buccaneers. You know, Brady in his career has had troubles against the Dolphins. Uh, but this Dolphins team is looking deflated. And after, uh, you know, taking an, taking an L at home uh, in a game they, they should have won, I think that, that's, that they're just walking around with a lot on their shoulders. Um, and, the, and the Buccaneers are 3-1. They control their own destiny. The one loss to the Rams is a complete outlier because they've gone toe-for-toe toe with everybody else. So, you know, give me the Bucs in this one. I think Brady does struggle early, but I think it's just vintage Tom Brady towards the end of this game. Defense holds their own, and the Dolphins just run out of ways to beat this Buccaneers team. Like, the, time, the clock's going to be against them. From the moment that thing starts ticking, because Brady's gonna do his thing, but uh, he he could have some early struggles. You know, the Dolphins. Get, I think if they're like if they're smart, they understand that they're at a big disadvantage on the road. But the pro the one thing that they can do is throw some different looks at Tom Brady that he hasn't seen. Some maybe not that he hasn't seen because he's played for so damn long, but some things that can get him in a in a trouble throwing the ball and that's what the Dolphins have to do they have to get to Tom Brady if they could do that then they can hang around for a while but the Buccaneers will eventually pull away and, and pile it on then we got Saints and uh, the Washington football team who's still looking for a name but Taylor Heineke the kid can play I still like him Jameis Winston um we really we really don't know what the ceiling is for him was it that Packers game is that the ceiling I mean because after that it's just been not so good and they're 2-2 two and two, and the Washington football team's 2-2 two and two. NFC South versus NFC East you know a great conference battle here you know this is going to be a good game but I think that Washington's defense is not getting a lot of love. They should. They're playing really good football given the situation. They can run the ball well with Antonio Gibson. And the Saints defense has not shown you that they're a powerhouse like defense. Like they're just going to shut you down. 
haven't been able to do it. And I think they've slowly been getting exposed on the back end of their defense for the Saints. Now on the Saints offensive side of the ball, they're going to mix it up. They're going to get cute. They're going to do a lot of different things. And I think that's what gets them in trouble in this game. I think Washington wins a tightly contested game. Man, you know, it doesn't always go the way you draw it up. But I think that with the Washington football team, this is a a pretty inspired group. And I I think that they're going to rally here at home. This is one of the better situations they could be in for for the fifth game of the season. So uh, give me the Washington football team in that game. There's enough talent with the football team to make me feel confident that they'll win. And there's and their defense is good enough to, to stop a surge from the Saints. So then we're coming with Eagles versus the Panthers. And this is going to be a good game. But the Panthers, like I said, you know, a, a week ago, two weeks ago, the Panthers are making their home field a place that is tough to play. Like, their home field is going to be tough to play at all year long. Like, you mark my words. So, and it's not even like the crowd is that big. It's just the fact that when the Panthers, like, something about their field is like opponents don't are not doing well on. They're just not. And the Panthers' defense has been able to hold up for this season. Three and one, you know, they pl- they play tough every game. And the Eagles really don't have their identity yet. Like, it is Jalen Hurts, but at the same time, who, is, who else is going to step up for this team? Because it can't just be rookies, because that's not going to cut it. And I think the Eagles sitting with a one and three record right now, they're hungry. They're on the road. They're going to give the Panthers a run for the money. I don't think by any stretch of the imagination that the Panthers somehow back off. You know what I mean? This game, but I think that the Panthers will dominate uh, at a lot of different points in this game, and they're going to make life difficult for Jalen Hurts and the offense of the Eagles on the road, still learning, still in that learning phase. And the Panthers' defense is together right now, and I think it's going to be a lot of growing pains for Jalen Hurts in this game. But I do think there's there's going to be some bright spots too. But give me the Panthers in that one head-to-head. Now, uh, we got the Titans-Jaguars, and the Jaguars are hungry as well. This is another hungry team. We've got a lot of hungry teams this week. This is the week of the hungry team. Like Jacksonville Jaguars... Tennessee Titans. And what else can you say about the Tennessee Titans except that they are who they are. They want to power run you, you know, until into the ground. And Derrick Henry just keep feeding them the ball and it'll work out. Jacksonville's going to make life a little bit tough, but their defense is not known to be a, a great run defense right now. They were a few years ago, but things have changed in Jacksonville, and now this team wants to shoot shoot out, shoot it out with you through the air, and the Titans can do that with the weapons they have, so I think it's, it's going to be trouble for Jacksonville this week, and the Titans on the road have been bringing it. You know, they went this, they really showed me who they were when they went to Seattle and battled that one out, 
Um, and I think that, you know, through the stretch of this season, you're going to see the Titans continue to put pressure on their on opposing quarterbacks with their defensive front. And that defensive front's going to decide how good this team ends up being. Because if we've seen that if quarterbacks get time against this Tennessee secondary, that they can pick them apart. But if that defensive front seven gets pressure, this Titans team is going, you know, they're getting they're getting off the field. This defense is getting right off the field, no problem. So that's going to be um, a telling sign. And then with Jacksonville, they've just run into the problem of not enough playmakers anymore. Where they had a team with a good defense and good playmakers, they were actually somebody. They had an identity. But now it's just Trevor Lo- the Trevor Lawrence show. And again, he's in that learning phase of that first year in the NFL and getting adjusted. And he's just been taking a beating. But he's a tough kid. You know, so you got to give him credit. Uh, but I think that he gets better as the season goes on. Like, the offensive line has to give him time. If they don't give him time, it's going to be very difficult. But I think the Titans have some impressive wins. I think the one loss to the Cardinals, is that one loss to the Cardinals is an outlier. You know, they lost to the Jets this past week. But the Jets were desperate for a win. You play desperate teams, things like that happen. I don't think the Titans get beat by the Jaguars, but it is an AFC South game. It's going to be a telling game uh, for the fate of these teams' uh, uh, records this season. But no, I like the Titans. I'm going to go, I'm going to roll with them here against the Jaguars. Then we got the New England Patriots versus the Houston Texans. You got two 1 3 teams. Um, they really neither have got it going, but one good thing about the Patriots is Mac Jones <clears throat> is developing quicker than, uh, David Mills, the quarterback of the tech. Like, Mac Jones is still the better quarterback in this game. I think the biggest problem for the Texans is they're not defending home field well. Um, and if they were, you would you would like them in this game to win, but I think that because they're just so inconsistent, you don't know where the offense is coming from. You don't know how the defense is going to hold up because it hasn't looked good, and they've just been getting dumped on. That I think the Patriots and Bill Belichick, hungry team, a focused team. I think they uh, with a good Patriots defense has just had a lot of tough games. I mean, let's be real. They played some tough opponents. And now they're getting the game on the road after getting beat by the Bucs. But, but, you know, a valiant effort, you know, for what they have, you know, for the team they have. But I think they have the advantage here on the offensive side of the ball. And I think that determines the fate of this game. I think the Texans will keep it close for a while because I think that the Patriots defense will give will bend a little bit. But they won't break. The Patriots will, will slow slow any type of surge down. The Patriots get this one. Get out of uh, Houston with a W and go to two and three. Then uh, we got the three o'clock games when I come back from the break. Um, thank you again for listening so far, and I'll be right back after these messages.
thanks again for hanging around through the advertisements. I really appreciate that. I hope you enjoyed the first half of the show. We talked about the early games and the Thursday night football game tonight. And we're approaching kickoff about an hour and 20 minutes away. So as we continue on our journey through NFL Sunday, we're right where we need to be with a little bit of the hometown team here. Chicago Bears. Die Bears. First, the Las Vegas Raiders. And you know, the Raiders are just putting it together, no matter how you look at it. Like, slow starting team. Bears are slow starting team. I think you get a big second half. Some Most scored points are going to be in the second half of this game. Bears defense will hold up in the first half. Raiders defense has been lights out. Give them credit for a defense that lost their best player to this team. Give them credit, but this is a a homecoming game for uh, Khalil Mack. A lot of emotions, Um, and I think with Justin Fields on the road getting the nod to start, I think it's a boost of confidence. I think he looks okay. I like the kid, but I don't think he's anywhere on the same planet as Derek Carr. This week, give me the Las Vegas Raiders in a head-to-head, and I think that... uh, it's going to be a tough game for the Raiders because they're at home and the Bears are going to come into play. But I think in this atmosphere, the Raiders are going to excel, especially on their home field. I really do. You know, they have they have the the arsenal. You know, as, as far as receivers go, they can they can run the ball um, when they need to. But the defense has really been the most impressive part of this team, and uh, that's being like forgotten left in the wind and you could also say the same thing for the bears like that's been the most important thing for their team they would not be two and two if their defense wasn't good so the bears are actually not a terrible team um but there's still just so much uncertainty on that offense where you're going to see a lot of justin fields a darnell mooney the receiver for the bears but then on the other end you got about three or four different guys in that raiders receiving core that's all playing to be the best guy, to be that number one guy. So I think you get a lot of Henry Ruggs this week, coming off of curl routes, coming uh, on slant routes through the middle, and I think they're going to attack this Bears de- uh, team. They're not going to be trying to run the ball and grind it out against the Bears. They're going to want to get that ball off the ground and attack this Bears secondary that um, has holes. That is where they've been beaten is through the air. So give me the Raiders in that one. Then we move on to the Browns versus the Chargers. And I've been back in the Browns, and that's been working, but by very small margins. And the Chargers are the surprise team right now. They're the team with the quarterback that's surprising. And now you hear this news about Baker Mayfield's playing hurt, and I feel bad for the guy because I like him as a quarterback, and he's a good good athlete. Um, I think he's a good leader. But I think with this Chargers team, this is the surprise team. This is the week. Um, they shut a lot of people up, and uh, they go out there and play a hard game. Good defense. Um, attacking the football well. Uh, Bosa is playing on another level, and uh, their linebackers are undervalued. Secondary's holding up, and so far, so good. But uh, they're kind of a forgotten team out there in L.A., so I think they're trying to make some noise this year. Um, I really do, and I believe that they have 
the the right quarterback. I was liking Justin Herbert since I seen him at Oregon. You know, soft record aside or whatever in college, but the kid can play, and when you can play, this is where it matters in the big in the on the on the big stage, and they're at home. So it's just hard to take the Browns in this spot. Like, you want to take the Browns and just say, this is a safe pick. Browns, they're going to come in there. Their defense is good, just as good. And they're going to, you know, be able to run the ball well. Nick Chubb's going to dominate. I just don't see that happening. I think the Chargers hold their own. So now we got uh, Giants-Cowboys. And I think everybody's kind of sipping the Kool-Aid with the Giants here like let's relax for a minute they got one win three losses and that win is an asterisk so far like they've had close games but you can't take anything away from them but the Cowboys you've seen what they've done on offense they got two running backs right now that are studs Elliott Tony Pollard Dak Prescott you've seen him week in and week out sidearming that ball and he's just doing it well then they got three receivers that are good so the Cowboys offense could be juggernaut all year. And the Giants defense is down a bunch of guys. So I think that it's a blowout. I think it's a route. I think the Cowboys steamroll the Giants. Um, and I think, you know, it's going to be a tough week for Daniel Jones. I don't see it being close. Like this Cowboys team is an offensive juggernaut. Then you're telling me they get to play at home? <sighs> Woo! It's going to be a tough week to be a Giants fan. I'm telling you. Um, be looking for the Cowboys. Amari Cooper? Jeez. Then you got a fun game here. San Francisco 49ers versus the Arizona Cardinals. It's a fun game. 2-2 two two 49ers who no one is paying attention to. Like, after that Packers loss, that field goal went through the uprights, everybody stopped talking about the 49ers. But the Cardinals are really... Everybody's kind of looking at that 4-0 record and saying, eh, whatever. But that's a good 4-0 record. (coughs) So, this week, I like the Cardinals at home. Because I think it's just a tough place to beat them. I think if it was on the road, 49ers have a better chance. Um, the 49ers showed they play good on the road, though. Like, they went into Philadelphia, hostile crowd, and beat the Eagles. But they didn't dominate. And I don't think they dominate here. I think that, you know, the Cardinals can start out slow. But at the end of this game, the Cardinals have the W. They go to 5-0. and This won't be the team that, that puts the, the one loss on the record. Then we have uh, the Sunday night football game. That's going to be a treat. You get the Buffalo Bills out of their element against the Chiefs. The Chiefs at home. Who who really need a win? And I think Mahomes puts together a good game. But I think the Bills are the better team this year. It, you know, I really do. I think the Bills have the better defense. Um, and I think that that's what holds, a, holds the Chiefs up enough in this game to allow the Bills to take a slim lead. And I think with Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs and Zach Moss and Devin Singletary, I think it's just a lot of weapons that are unaccounted for by people that are going to surprise you this week. But then look at uh, the Chiefs. You know Tyreek Hill. You know Travis Kelsey. 
Hardman is, is playing okay. But other than that, like, it's not, the run game hasn't been the bright spot. And that's hurting them. And the Buffalo Bills are good at stopping the run. Um, they're going to put it on Patrick Mahomes' shoulders to try to beat them. And I think that Josh Allen's just slinging it better right now. At this point in the season, I think he's slinging it better. I think he brings that in here. And Buffalo go gets a big win. Gets that, uh, that team really fired up. I think they come out fired up here. And I think they, they finish hot, uh, finish fast, or start fast. And finish fast. I think that's how the Bills do it here. And get a win at Arrowhead Stadium. Then you get a Monday Night Football game that's a real treat. That you should all circle. October 11th. Like you want to circle this one. It's going to be the Indianapolis Colts versus Baltimore Ravens. Ravens at home. I mean... Don't get me wrong. I think the Ravens are a good team. But I think that the Colts just went on the road, got that win. And now they're going to go on the road again and try to get another one. So I think it's just like a fired up Colts team. I really do. I think it's a fired up Colts team. You know, all the talk about Carson Wentz being bad, all the down talk on this Colts team hasn't fired up. And I think the Ravens are this team that's kind of like surprised other teams, beating other teams. We didn't expect it. And I think that's the Colts this week. I think the Colts have that, are going to steal their thunder a little bit. You know, that one against the Dolphins really signaled what this team is, like what this team's made of. So I, I'm just going to roll with the Colts here. Like, the week of the hungry team. Um, Lamar Jackson, all the respect in the world. But I think that the Colts defense is going to hold their own this week. Total points scored in that game. Because it asked you on ESPN picks, you can pick them. I'm going to go with 44. I don't think it's a high scoring one. Uh, I think it's 23-21 Colts win. You get 44 points. But uh, I, I just think that this Colts team is uh, going to make uh, a little bit of noise. Just like a few other teams. So we're going to recap everything. Tonight, give me the Seahawks over the Rams. Sunday, uh, early game. Remember, London. 8.30 a.m. New York Jets, Atlanta Falcons. Give me the Falcons. This is basically a road game for both teams, and uh, the Falcons are a better team on the road to me. Then you got Packers, Bengals. I like the Packers. Uh, give me the Vikings over the Lions. Give me the uh, Broncos over the Steelers. Give me the Buccaneers over the Dolphins in the early game. Give me the Washington football team over the Saints early game Uh, Panthers over the Eagles Titans over the Jags Patriots over the Texans afternoon game start I like the Raiders over the Bears Chargers over the Browns Cowboys over the Giants Cardinals over the Niners Buffalo Bills over the Chiefs 
Colts over the Ravens. Total points 44, folks. I think it's a low scoring game. Ladies and gentlemen, I thank you for listening. Appreciate your time. Just like the hands of time, I'm turning it over to you. Good night, everyone. Thank you.